Hey, y'all. It's me, Jess Bubbico, and I am excited to be here with you on the Waking Up with Jess podcast. Each week, I'll invite you to wake up to your inner knowingness, get creative, and march to the beat of your own drum in your business and life. We'll dive into different subject areas from business to health to work, relationships, and beyond. On the podcast, we'll get raw, honest, and real, keeping it a little bit personal, a little bit educational, and most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun. Each episode, you'll feel like you're sitting down at a coffee shop having an intimate conversation with a few of your best friends. Join me each week as I act as your confidant and friend who loves the heck out of you and wants to see you shine. Come along and wake up with a cup of Jess. Hey, y'all. I am doing a solo podcast kind of on the fly today, and I am calling this solo podcast Letting Go of the Illusion of Control. I don't know if you're in this space, but I have been seeing this over and over and over again in my sphere with many of my clients, with my friends, and also to a certain degree with myself over the past couple of weeks we're going through a massive shift. There is a massive shift in consciousness that's happening that I think is affecting all corners of our lives. Especially as we start to move into the business realm, I see this showing up in that the way that we make money, the way that we share our gifts, the way that we shape our days, the ways that we interact with other people, are changing. We're moving out of a time that is all about trying to figure out what box to fit ourselves and our gifts inside of. And we're stepping into a time where we're making and standing upon our own boxes. It's really interesting to me because there's this sort of funny thing that happens when we start to wake up to ourselves and we start to wake up to the truth of who we are and our gifts what we're here to do in the world, who we're here to more importantly be in the world. What I see happen is that we start to march to the beat of the drum that says, I'm here to be me. I'm here to be fully me. I'm here to be fully expressed in the world. And what I see happen with people is that that sort of ideology only reaches to a certain, um, it only goes so far. Because what people start to do is they start to say to themselves, well, I need to make money. So I need to figure out how to take these gifts and put them into a format that has already been created, that someone else has already done, um, that quote unquote makes sense to people already. I have to figure out how to take these gifts and make them more translatable or more understandable to other people. Um, So I have to figure out what box I can fit myself into, whether that means that I start to come up with labels that I need to put on my work, or I need to fit into somebody else's format that they already created. There's this energy and essence of, I have to be able to figure it out. I have to be able to figure myself out and what I'm doing here in order to be more digestible to other people. 
And what I find really interesting here is that to some degree, there is truth to that. We need to be able to share our gifts in a way where other people are going to understand what it is that we're doing. And yet I think we've got something, I want to say wrong. I don't like using the terms right or wrong, but I, I think we've got something kind of mixed up here as it relates to the ways we're trying to figure ourselves out, make ourselves more digestible and translatable to other people. If we're going through a massive consciousness shift on the planet, and this is a time of massive creativity and um, what we want to call creative revolution, then the invitation is not to figure out what box to put yourself into in order to be more translatable. The invitation is to trust yourself and start to birth new structures and systems onto the planet that are going to create and support people in new ways and support ourselves in new ways. As an example, what I often see happen is that people will come into my group programs or they'll start one-on-one coaching with me and they're trying to figure out, okay, um, maybe they're really intuitive. They love painting. They're really good at painting and singing and, um, you know, they also really love coaching and guiding people. And what they'll say is maybe sometimes without even actually saying it in this way is like, how do I make myself more understandable? And how do I put these together in a way where it's going to be able to be financially abundant for me to be able to do this? And so what they start doing is they start looking at what other people are doing and how other people are doing it. And they start to, um, compare, they start to get confused and it can get incredibly frustrating. Insert your not self theme in human design here. Instead of asking ourselves the question of how can I get creative? How can I turn off social media? How can I turn off my senses to what everybody else is doing and turn on my senses to the way that creativity is wanting to be moved through me? Because maybe what this person ends up doing is that they decide they want to host a really cool and unique workshop at a local art gallery where they get to invite people into a space of maybe it's intuitive movement and getting to connect in with their own intuition and paint. It's not maybe what anyone else is doing that they've seen before. And and maybe because they like to sing, they're bringing in um, singing at the beginning and the end of the session in order to open and close the space. And what happens is people distrust themselves because they haven't seen someone else do it before. And so they stop themselves from fully embodying, fully doing, and fully trying out and trying on their own creativity. And they go, yeah, but I've got to figure out how to make a career out of this. Yeah. I've got to figure out how to make this make money. I've got to figure out. But what they're saying is I haven't seen someone do this before. I don't know how to do it. I don't fully trust myself. Perhaps even the idea is I might put this out there and because it's new and it's different. And if nobody actually likes it, then I only have myself to blame. I might feel shame, embarrassment because no one picked up on it. Instead of allowing ourselves to march to the beat of our own drum and use our creativity to express our gifts in new ways. 
This is a massive time of evolution on the planet and revolution on the planet. And we are being invited to trust our own, own inner dictates to go out into the world and to do things in new ways. I've been listening a ton to the 51st, 51st Gene Key for anybody out there who is interested in or loves the Gene Keys. And when we look at the prosperity sequence, for anybody who's not familiar, you can go back to my earlier episodes, but there is something called our vocation in our prosperity sequence in our pearl. It's called the pearl sequence or the prosperity sequence. And it's all about how we're designed to um, create prosperity in our lives. And so we're looking at these energies that aren't just about like, okay, does that mean I'm going to be a lawyer, a doctor, an intuitive, a medium, a this, a that, the other thing. And that's how I'm going to make money because that's the label I'm going to put myself into. And that's how I'm going to create prosperity. It's not about that. We look at our vocation and our vocation is where we're being asked to take a leap of faith, to put ourselves out there in new ways and to move into our own creative initiative. We're being asked to do things differently. We're being asked to take that frustration that we feel, that anger, that agitation, that whatever it is that you feel when you say, okay, I'm ready to step outside of the box. I'm ready to do things differently. I'm ready to step more fully into who I am and sharing my gifts. And you feel that agitation that goes, oh, I've got to do it like Jess is doing. I've got to do it like Emma's doing it. I've got to do it like Alex is doing it because they're already quote unquote successful, whatever we perceive that we see of the person in front of us, which is often limited because we can't see the whole picture of what someone is and what their life's about, right? We start to feel that agitation because we're not doing it like somebody else or we can't figure out how to do it like somebody else. That agitation, this is the 51st gene key. This is where we're being invited to take a leap of faith, a courageous leap of faith into the unknown to do things differently and to channel our agitation into creative energy and into creative initiation, uh, creative initiative rather. So where you feel that agitation, this is our this is the energy of our vocation. Everybody's got a different vocation, a different gene key. And again, you can go back. I think it's one of the first episodes I talk about our vocation, but you're being invited to take that agitation, that frustration, that whatever it is and turn it into something, create something new. We have enough people doing the same freaking thing. We have enough people putting themselves under a certain category. We need you to go and do things in your own way and create new ways. And this is where this idea, the way I understand masculine and feminine energy is feminine energy is our creativity. It is that which wants to be birthed through us. It's divine, beautiful, and amazing creativity. And we're not meant to go, okay, here's my creativity that's coming through. Let me figure out which structure I can shove it inside of. We're being asked to go, here's my creativity. Let me use masculine energy to create a structure around it to hold it. If the feminine is formless, the divine masculine wants to come in underneath it and create form and structure, not Here's the form and structure, 
figure out how to shove your creativity into it and make it more translatable to other people. So my invitation to you today is to take time to go inward and to ask yourself, what am I being invited to create? In what ways am I being invited to channel my own inner agitation that I don't know how, or I need to figure out, or someone outside of me knows how I can? And where are you being invited to take your divine creativity and channel it in a new way to do something that's perhaps never been done before? That's creative, that's you, that's new. And in that, we get to start to invite people in to support us with our creations and our creativity, right? Maybe you do want to work with somebody because they hold massive space for you to be able to be yourself. Maybe they help you to be able to have that backboard to be able to bounce your creative ideas off of and to help to birth them out into the world, right? Maybe you do want to hire someone who can help you with the organization and the logistics because that's not necessarily your strong suit and you'd really like support there. Maybe for me, I talked to a friend about this today, like I'm not great with visual design, but I can write a whole book, an ebook. Can you support me with the visuals, right? This is where we start to see we don't have to do it alone. We don't have to do a freaking thing on our own if we don't want to, but we're not looking to somebody else to tell us the answer of this is how you're supposed to take what's inherent to you, what's creatively coming through you, what's intuitively coming through you, what you're feeling called to create and tell you, well, this is what it should be. This is how you're supposed to do it. This is the right way. This is how it can be more digestible. You're meant to take and channel that creativity and bring it out into the world in new ways and receive support around it if that's what you feel called to do. And again, that might be working with somebody um, in a you know coaching guiding format. That might be hiring somebody to help you birth it. That might be helping hiring somebody to help you design it or run it or whatever it is. But we are being invited into a massive time of self-trust. It is ballsy as hell to trust yourself and to put yourself vulnerably out on the line to do the thing and risk rejection that people might not pick it up. But that's not the point. You are here for your evolution. You are here to grow. And guess what? As it relates to business, I was just telling my sacred six circle last night, I have been at this really since about 2014, 2015, and it's just continued to grow every single year, but I didn't start out with it being that way, right? Every year has grown. I've learned new things about myself. I've expanded. I've changed my services. I've discovered more about myself, but this is the inherent nature of who we are as human beings. We go through seasons and cycles just like plants do, right? Just like trees do. We grow, leaves die, we fall back to the earth. We have a winter period, a rest period, more comes up from under the surface. We grow back bigger the next season. Other seasons, we grow back smaller. 
but we have to allow ourselves to evolve. We have to allow ourselves to create. We have to allow ourselves to trust ourselves in our unique way of creating and be okay with the liberation that comes from allowing ourselves to be vulnerably seen as who we are in our creativity, because that is the energy and the essence of what calls people towards us. It's not how perfect we are. It's not the perfection of the box that we think we can fit it inside of. It's the unique and authentic way we express ourselves and we trust ourselves and we follow our inner dictates out into the world that's going to call the right people towards us. And guess what? And I've learned this one, especially recently, it's also going to push people away. It's also going to piss some people off. It's also going to make people go, Ooh, I just saw you and I didn't really like what I saw. So I'm actually, I'm out, I'm opting out of this. Um, so just know that that is a part of the territory of allowing yourself to be seen and to be yourself. And it's not a reason to clam up, to shrink down, to not be yourself. It's actually a reason to grow bigger, to expand, to open up your heart and to be more of yourself because we're not here for everyone. And as a manifester, I have been having to learn this one really hard. (laughs) I'll come back and share more about this in a later episode, but we aren't meant to be here for everyone. And that means sometimes our family isn't going to understand us. Sometimes our friend circle isn't going to understand us, but why are we wasting our time hyper-focusing on the people who aren't ready for us, who don't want to be a part of it, who don't like what we're doing, who are scared of what we're doing. Because if we just took our eyes off of those people for a moment, what we would realize is that there's an entire group of people that maybe we can't even see yet who have been waiting for us to show up, who are the, we're the answer to their prayers. And I don't mean that in an egotistical way, but those people who are like, thank you for showing up and showing me that it's safe to honor my intuition and to do things differently and to live an oddly strange and different life because I thought I was alone and you're showing me that I'm not. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. And that's really all that I've got. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me over on Instagram at loveyourwoo. Um, if you could leave a review for the podcast and a rating, if you enjoyed and you're enjoying these episodes, I would deeply and greatly appreciate it. I know it, um, it doesn't take a long time to do it. So if you're able to do that, I would greatly appreciate it so that we can help other people find the show. If you think this would be helpful for somebody that you've recently talked to, we're going again through massive death and death and destruction right now for a lot of people within themselves and pulling up the deep icky stuff from inside of ourselves. So, you know, of somebody that this would support, um, please pass this along because they are not alone. You are not alone. This is um, a massive time of deconstruction and reconstruction. And I think we need to continue to show up to support ourselves, honor our boundaries, know ourselves, and also open our hearts to support other people. If you've been sitting on something, asking yourself, how the heck can I um, 
bring my gifts out into the world. This is weird. I don't know how to do it. I really want to invite you to take time to go inward and ask yourself, how can I channel this agitation, this frustration, this confusion into um, divine creativity? Even if something really fucking weird comes out, that's different and, and not like anything you've seen before. Okay. This is all about really learning to trust yourself. And yes, are there logistics and how we can grow and all of that? Yes. But I think we need to start with our creativity first and allowing ourselves to really trust that which wants to come through us. And if you are in a place where you're saying to yourself, listen, I'm really ready to um, make some changes. I'm really ready to step even more deeply into my truth, even more deeply into sharing my gifts with myself and other people. Um, I would recommend checking out a solopreneur session. They are really awesome to help to get you deeply aligned with yourself and deeply trusting yourself and deeply understanding yourself. Um, you get a recording of it. So it is the gift that keeps on giving. You can continue to explore it. And it's a really beautiful pathway into your own heart, your own self and owning, honoring and embodying the beautiful gifts that you are here to share with the world. So if you're looking for someone to support you and just going, I need a little bit of some guidance or something to push against to really understand more about me check out those sessions. You can go over to loveyourwoo.com slash work dash with dash Jess. Or if you go to loveyourwoo.com, it's over on the right-hand side. There's a black button um, on the upper right-hand side that says work with Jess um, and let's connect. Okay. Sending you all much love. Have a beautiful day. Hey, hey, thanks so much for being here and listening to this episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast. If you liked today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do one of three things. Number one, leave a rating. Number two, leave a review. And number three, if you think it could help a friend out in need, go ahead and send it to them. I greatly appreciate your support when you rate the podcast or leave a review. It helps other awesome and amazing listeners such as yourself find the podcast. And I love people and I love friends and I love people's friends. So being able to spread the love through your network is another really great way to support people and to support the show. All right, y'all make it a great day. And I will see you back here on the next episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast.